0: Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. Praise God. Hello, Tallahassee.
1: That's me, Elder J.C., and we welcome you to another exciting program that we're going to have today.
0: Well, God bless you all for tuning in to the Stone Builders Hour today. The Stone Builders, we are a unique faith talk show sharing the good news with you and loved ones while building healthy relationships. That's the key. Yes. Family. Yes. Last week, we shared about the Holy Feast of Passover and its meaning and what it implies. Passover. Somehow, It
1: could have a couple of meanings. I mean, it could mean someone getting passed over for something possibly they're looking forward to. It could also mean being passed over for something evil to happen against you. So, I think Pastor's going to go into a little bit more of that. But the Hebrew word for Passover is Pesach. It commemorates the story of the Exodus in which the ancient Israelites were freed from slavery in Egypt. Passover begins on the 15th day of the month of Nisan in the Jewish calendar, which usually occurs around the middle of March, which is in spring in the Northern Hemisphere and is celebrated for seven or eight days because it leads right into the Feast of Unleavened Bread. It is one of the most widely observed Jewish and those of us who are believers Christian holidays as served by Yeshua himself.
0: You know, he said, uh, Yeshua, Jesus the Christ said, I come to fulfill, not change, praise God. In Peshat, Passover, the Feast of the Unleavened Bread. That's what JC just said that it stated. For this is the Hebrew year, 5,781. Mm. 5781 compared to...
1: 2021. So mm. that's there. This is in the period of
0: diaspora. So go ahead, Pastor. Well, at sundown on Saturday, the 27th, it's already passed. Yes. And, uh, and it ends at nightfall, but on Saturday, Sunday, April the 4th. So you got from sundown on Saturday, the 27th, and it ends at nightfall on. April the 4th. So there's your seven to eight days right in there. And following the Passover is a period of seven days, which is in Leviticus 23, known in the Bible as the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Now, leaven, that magic ingredient that rises up and gives you those nice tasty rolls, or, you know, that gives you that bread that you like, and, you know, this leaven is something that, uh, you know, but you know what? The Almighty said that that leaven must be removed from a person's house before the feast begins. Mm. And removing that leaven, because you know how much you love stuff, it teaches us believers to be diligent. Sometimes you have to develop a, a good habit in overcoming obstacles. Yet it also teaches understanding and humility towards the sin of others. You know, sometimes... I'm asking people to forgive my sin, but can you forgive someone else's sin? Important. So the story of Exodus, basically Moses uh, heard from the Almighty, started with that burning bush. And he actually went back home after running away for a period of time. And he had to uh, gather up the people to say, let's roll. We have to go because God has uh, the promise for us to reach. We got to reach the promised land, so let's go. And so he had, in anything when people go, there's a preparation that must take place. So in Exodus uh, 11 uh, through 17, there's direct, I mean, it's 12 through 11, 17, there's, there's directions on what people must do for the Almighty to pass through the land of Egypt. Because yes,
1: remember, he was about to uh, kill the firstborn of the Egyptians, and they actually had to make a sacrifice and put that on their posts so that the angel of death would pass Passover.
0: over. And that's where the term Passover comes from. So they had to remove and eat the unleavened bread. Correct. They had to put the blood on the mm-hmm. door so the, the, the angel of death would just pass over. And uh, and get ready but on in verse eighteen, here's what it says: got, got your Bible out. We're going by the King James version. In the first month on the fourteenth day of the month at evening, ye shall eat unleavened bread until the one and twentieth day of the month at evening, Seven days shall there be no leaven found in your houses. For whosoever eateth that which is leaven, even that soul shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether he be a stranger or born in the land, ye shall eat nothing leaven in mm. all your habitation shall ye eat unleavened bread. And then after that, you know, just go back through twenty one through twenty-eight, he tells you what needs to happen, you know, um, how to cook the lamb, mm-hmm. use that, hay, uh, the high sock, dip that in the blood. That's what you're going to wipe everything down with that blood. You know, that hyssop, that high, hip sock. hip sock. I need my cup of coffee. That hyssop, that's the plant that they were giving Jesus when he was hanging on the cross.
1: Yes, because it has uh, anesthetic properties. And so that's why when. Uh, yeshua was hanging he didn't want it because he had to actually feel all of that pain for our our sins yes for our sins thank you lord and the reason why you really don't want the leaven which we all know today in modern terms as being yeast is because you have to create yourself as a new person a Mm -hmm. new lump of bread The following seven days that you mentioned, Pastor, are known as the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which follows the Passover. This feast was celebrated as commanded by God not to eat leavened bread as the Israelites were delivered out of slavery to great miracles. We wonder if these feasts of yesterday apply to us today. Many Christians observe the New Testament. Everyone says we're in the New Testament and not the laws of the Hebrew scriptures of the Old Testament. But remember, at the time, the apostles of that day, they only had the Old Testament. <laughs> right. There was no New Testament. Everything that they had learned was handed down either by rituals or they were on scribes or word of mouth. Word family. of the mouth. Yeah. So they're. Belief was that they had to follow these uh, holy feast or festivals, as sometimes they're called. Second Timothy three fifteen through seventeen states, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto sal- salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. So even at that point, they believed in Christ Jesus. But they were based on what the Holy Scriptures were from the Old Testament. 16 states, all Scripture, not one, not two, all All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God, and that includes women, that includes you too, that (laughs) includes children, (laughs) may be perfect. Thoroughly furnish unto all good works, so all of our good works will come out because we're following what the instructions, the festivals,
0: the feasts, the holy scriptures. And that's what it's all about. We are a Bible-based ministry here, and this is the Holy Week. So yes, much is. has happened in history during yes. this time period. Uh, there, you're going to hear the seven last sayings of Christ mm-hmm. to, uh, to uh, movies on TV, and, and uh, this is the holiest week of the year for in Christian domes.
1: But remember, Easter was not known because they followed Passover and followed the Holy Feast. So somehow we have to reconcile with ourselves that if we are following the laws of God, what are we
0: following? Yeah, let me hold my tongue. Oh, there's so much going on during this holy week that it's not by accident, but yes, it's planned by the deceiver. Yes. And I know that we're going to have to say something about it, but oh, first, 1 <laughs> first, first Corinthians 5, 6-8 through eight states, Your glorying is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. Purge out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump as ye are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast Oh, Praise so they said God.
1: it yes
2: oh
0: we got a lot uh, we got a lot going on for this program but you gotta stay tuned but first you know we want to sh- give a shout out to our stone builder partner Dr. Elton Powell now you can be a partner also but Dr. Powell's a chiropractic physician at Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center so if you've been in an accident you have back pains headaches diabetes or you just want to lose Wait, You know, call him for an appointment. Call Dr. Elton Powell at 850-402-9061. Or you know what? He's right on 1831 Capital Circle Northeast. You can just go right on up there and uh, and just let them know that the stone builders sent you. And we'll be right back. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. No more backward thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There is so much hatred, war and poverty. Oh yeah, yeah. Wake up all the teachers, time to teach us.
2: My name is Anne-Marie
3: Baker, and I used to have severe, excruciating right arm and neck pain.
1: Thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I no longer have any pain or discomfort, and my issues were
2: resolved without having any surgery. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for a better, healthier future today. Call 402 That's 402 Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com.
0: Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave
1: 94.1. Elder here with Living Stones with another parenting snippet just for you. Parents, do you know the difference between discipline and punishment? No? Listen up. Discipline offers to correct behavior and encourages growth, developing good behavior for the future. It comes from an attitude of love and makes children feel secure. Punishment, on the other hand, makes a child pay for doing something wrong. Paying for something in the past comes from an attitude of anger, makes children fearful, angry, hostile, and guilty. Now you know the difference between discipline and punishment. For further information, contact Livingstones. We Livingstones.org.
0: Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. Yes. Uh, we are here today, but first, I need to get my coffee because I can't believe that I gave the wrong address for Dr. Elton Powell. I forgot that he had moved. He's uh, moving so up. He's hey, moving on up, but he, that's why you got to call him. You got to call him, but his address is really 1395 Cross Creek Circle not Capital Circle, Cross Creek Circle. Call him first at 850-402-9061 and he'll give you the right directions. See <laughs> Praise will. God. But if you desire to gift the Stone Builders Hour, JC and I, we want to be able to continue on the air. And you can do so by visiting our website at welivingstones.org. And just click the donate button. Your faithful donation, it helps us to support this radio program, but also our parenting snippets. And also a lot of activities that we do in the community for children and families. Remember, you may listen to us on this radio program, 94.1, at... Anytime at your convenience, you can tune in to Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google, iTunes, podcasts. Did I miss somebody? Nope, you got them so, all. So, so, so now, golly, that's a mouthful. And just believe it, we've been on over a year and a yes, half. Praise wonderful. God. Praise, and we're enjoying it, yes. having fun. So. This is the Holy Week right now. Yes. So let's get back to the true reasons of Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And note that the Almighty had a covenant with Israel in the life of the flesh is in the blood. And that's in Leviticus 17 11. Yeshua, Jesus of Christ, is the ultimate Passover lamb who was sacrificed for us in 1 Corinthians 5 um, uh, 7. Remember God spared his people from the slaughter as he brought to the Egyptians. Therefore, the Passover is our duty to keep due to our redemption through Jesus Christ. And it tells us this in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three 23 through 26. It says, for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup, and when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread Mm, and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he comes. He's coming back.
1: Yes, he is. Boy, that just kind of gives me goosebumps because to know that he bore my sins upon his
0: back. In Isaiah 53, yes. got to go back yes. and read We're Isaiah gonna 53. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And that was generations yes, before for Christ before told. This time period. And remember,
1: the apostles didn't have but nothing but the Old Testament. So, their <laughs> scriptures, that was all of their holy no, scriptures. Oh, they went by Google. They yep. just Googled it. <laughs> yeah, huh? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia, <laughs> No, not uh, that either. Right. See, we're very fortunate in this time because we think all of this is so readily available. But even in this time when it's readily available, we still don't know the truth of this whole entire holy week. Part of that Holy Week, we should be washing each other's feet. John 13, 5-15 says we need to partake not only in the washing of the feet, but in eating of the bread and wine. And Pastor, you read that earlier in uh, Corinthians 11, 23-26. But 1 Corinthians 11, 24 also said it was broken for us. And why? Because Yeshua had to bear the beatings mm-hmm. he took. I mean... I don't know anyone individually who could withstand that kind of beating. I know we've gone through periods of war, rumors of war, and so forth. But for one man to take on all our sins, who was himself without sin. And when you brought up Isaiah, that is in Isaiah 53, 4 through 5, because it provides this insight. Surely he had borne our griefs. And carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, Mm. smitten of God, and afflicted, but he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities, even though the word is our, but I'm taking on, this is my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him, and with his stripes... I am healed. Praise God. Matthew 8:16 through 17 says when the evening was come they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils and he cast out the spirits with his word. That's hmm. why we don't we have to know the power you of our any words. Just with our words and healed all that were sick. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, Old Testament, mm-hmm. saying himself took our infirmities and bare our sickness. Of course, the next process was the partaking of the wine to know that Jesus Christ, Yeshua, was shedding his blood for me. Mm. He emptied himself. For me, which he knew from the beginning, he would have to do. How many of you, if you knew from the beginning of your life, you would have to die for many, would you be able to do it? Strangers. Would you be able to handle it?
0: Your enemies.
1: Would you go through that cross over again to know that you were going to save the many? Or that
0: 144,000 for sure. <laughs> we I always talk about that, that number. number. Yes. You know, with Christ's sacrifice, we must now move forward from Passover into how to become overcomers of our sins. Yes. And it leads us to the Feast of Unleavened Bread. It was read previously in Exodus 12, 15 through 17. So just go back and review that. So just as the Almighty delivered the Israelites out of Egypt, a symbol of sin, so we too as Christians today must move out of our own Egypt or sin. Leaven equates to sin, a need for removal so we become a new lump. In Matthew 16, 6, then Jesus said unto them, take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Just as leaven causes bread to rise, we may become puffed up as the Pharisees. And of course, this leads us to wanting to do our own thing, just as one spoiled apple spoils the lot, so does leaven spread throughout the entire dough. Even the apostle Paul stated in 1 Corinthians 5, 6, after purging leaven becomes a new lump. And that's why this week, yes. uh, Little Nas, it's not by accident, <laughs> that uh, there's a out mm. called Little Nas who is selling sneakers By Nike. By Nike. said it it has a Nike symbol on it that has human blood in the sneaker that they're selling for $1,000 a sneaker. Yes. And he's supposed to have made 600 of them or something like that. I thought it was 600,000. 600,000, whatever number that is. He, and then he put a video out that was repulsive. I couldn't even watch it. I just saw a a screenshot of it. To sell that during the most holy time of the year is blasphemy. Yes, it is. And so many people are worshiping this individual. There's a lot of folks who are saying that he's all this and all that, but to have a human blood, and now they're talking about sacrificing, teaching sacrificing of the gods of old today. What in the world is going on? That's why we, the stone builders, we must draw a line in the sand because the truth shall set you free and whatever is hid in darkness is going to come Come into the light. light. And I talked to a couple people about it. They never heard of this little Nas. But you have to be aware of your children. children are
1: aware of who he is. Trust me. And people are saying that they're getting uh, lots of money for their concerts. And, you know, and I know we've never heard of them either. But then when you start investigating, you find that people are going to see him paying $600 a ticket. Yeah. And I'm going, wait a minute now. I know this is modern times. And I know things do cost a little bit more than when we were going to concerts. But that's a lot of money, and people are paying it. So, when you're looking at this as a believer, know that we can still fall away and lose our salvation. You know, mm-hmm. once saved, always saved is not the key. because professed homosexual yes. who wears... All types of clothing, women's, men's. Ugh, so, this is just nasty. And one of the things that's so unfortunate is we as parents need to be doing our due diligence. And when we, our children are listening to the music, when our children are watching t- television, Hey, things still can be under your control. And we need to be, we need to be <laughs> paying attention to this because it's a wonder how many of the Our children know exactly, it's always amazing to me, uh, because we've gone into the schools, we work with the youth, they're always saying they can't do this, or they can't do this, they can't do that. And I find that if you work with children, they can do just about everything that is required of them. But hey, take a minute and put on some music of current <laughs> oh. of currency now or music to today. They can recite the whole verse. Yes. So if that's the case, then that energy that that way of them doing that needs to be attributed to them learning the right things. So parents, I'm just telling you, we can still fall away and lose our salvation. Our children can lose the, their salvation. It's a process. It's a process that only we can endure to the end. It's not because we got saved today that I'm going to be there at the end. That's why we're always crying and, and being uh, having a, an emotional feedback about wanting to be in that number. Because, right. Lord, I want to be in that number. Observing only Passover leaves Christ still hanging at the cross. So when we're not following God's commandments, we're not keeping his holy days. Mm. He's still hanging on the cross. Oh, God. But that's not, that's incomplete. That's not God's plan for us. Because not only has he crossed over, he resurrected let us continue to observe all of God's commandments by keeping his holy feasts, like the Feast of Leavened Bread, all of the ones that we're going to talk about all throughout this year until September. And a few verses, you know, Pastor always says, take out your Bible. Well, we yeah. have a few verses for you. Hebrews 6, 4 through 8. Hebrews 10, 26 to 31. 1 yeah. Corinthians 9, 27. First, uh Corinthians one eighteen, and of course, Matthew 24.13. And we just asked you to t- take, you know, look up yeah, a few of these, yes. because you need to know what it is that God is requiring of you. And one of the things with, um, I wanted to just read Matthew 24.13, because I think sometimes we think this is not real, or it's not relevant, but so many of our youth are falling by this wayside that. because we are not sincere in understanding and knowing that God is real. But just that little verse, Matthew 24, 13. But he that shall endure unto the end, mm. the same shall be saved. That's why we keep saying we want to be in that number, Lord. We want to be part of that 144. You need to continue to look up these verses and know that they are relevant to you today. And if we're not paying attention, trust me, if we're not paying attention to this, we're paying attention to the things that aren't important. you think? Oh, God. You think?
0: I think because, in, in and it's happening all around us, is that yes. in the state of California, uh, the school districts passed unanimously to bring in pagan teaching into the school system where they're going to teach your child to reject the God Almighty and, and Christianity asks. and because of the white pilgrims came over and forced their God onto the, the indigenous, uh, indigenous Indians and uh, and killed them all or enslaved them. So now that's all evil and everything so but, the alternative that they want you to practice the Aztecs gods.
1: And they were pagans. I mean, how if I don't know how are people well, reading I, newspapers? I, I or don't they know. Reading? A lot of people are so I think with all of this COVID and a lot of other things, I think people are have become so deadened to news because of just what we get. But we have to be diligent and keep on pushing that envelope. And you need to look these up and, and read them for yourselves. I'm going to read one more, 1 Corinthians 1.18, because it says, For the preaching of the cross mm. is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. Look at the foolishness Pastor just mm. mentioned about the teaching of the gods of the Aztecs. What is God's <laughs> a pagan going to do for you? I know my God is real. I know He's what he's done in my life. I know what he's done in my children's lives, my grandchildren's lives. Wake up. Yeah. Because we need to get back to the cross. Well, we're going to stay tuned. Oh. And we'll be back. I want to go on. Yes. But well, we'll be back to talk about keeping God's commandments. Yes. And you understand that.
0: We'll be right back.
1: Be not dismayed. Fear not the darkness.
2: Jesus is here. He walks beside us. Gracious is here.
0: Mr. Gary here from Living Stones with a fatherhood tip just for you. Did you know on any given day, there are over 2 million children who have a father in prison, which means many children are growing up without their dads. So men, please mentor these children with homework, sports, and church. Reach out to your youth programs in your area and check out our website, WeLivingStones.org.
2: Carter's Corner provides expert athletic consulting to agencies, sports programs, and families. Services include fundraising, community events, football camps, career planning, and vending. Carter's Corner offers quality coaching to athletes and highlights their actions on the field and classrooms to college recruiters. Call Sam Carter, 850-510-6702 or email Carter's Corner at me.com. Carter's Corner is also a 501 501- C3 nonprofit. We're your neighbors, we're Noble. This is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Noble serves as the conscience of law enforcement. Our aim is to ensure fairness in the administration of justice and public service to all. We also support our youth through scholarships, mentoring, and educational programs. With over 3,000 members worldwide who work in the criminal justice system, our goal is to offer solutions to law enforcement issues and concerns in the communities we serve. North Florida Noble Chapter members are also your neighbors. Many are first responders answering calls to your emergency and safety needs. We have members in education, social services, and other areas. We've chosen to be guardians in our community, but we need your help. Through these messages, we'd like to provide information for your safety and improve communications with law enforcement. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida Chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com and together we can promote justice by action.
0: Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour. I tell you, I tell you, you know, we got to keep the commandments, especially with everything that we are being confronted with. The Ten Commandments are so important. That's why this program is so important to us as believers to understand that the Almighty God is looking for us to keep them. Yeshua told his followers in Matthew 19, 17, and he said unto him, his followers, Why calleth thou me good? There is none good but one, that is, God. But if thou wouldst enter into life, keep the commandments. Mm -hmm. In Mark 1, 15, in saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand, repent and believe the gospel. I believe the almighty God wants us to repent and move towards his righteousness and stop breaking his spiritual law and start keeping them. Not only does he want us to keep the commandments, but follow through with them. Yes. Sounds like a parent or what my expectations for my own children are following the law, keeping it, and making sure we do not stray. Wow.
1: Keeping the 10 commandments. You know, many of us believe that it's magical, that all <laughs> we have to say is a few words and like abracadabra at whoops, we're saved. But we always come back to the Apostle Paul. He says it much better than I could say it. In Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. So look Hmm. at that, just a few expressions. We're saved through faith. Yeah. It's a gift from God, not my works, because then I would be bragging on it if if I said it's me. But it's his workmanship, because it was ordained that we should walk in them. The crux of the matter is to start obeying God now, not yesterday, and yesterday is gone. We can't do anything about it. The, the future is tomorrow, but to use the present to get ourselves back on think. Many of us are in a path of destruction. Due to wanting it our way. I mean, let's face it. We all want our way at certain times, certain things and all of that. But we know if we keep our eyes focused on above, we know what's best. God is wise. He just watches us destroy ourselves until we realize that our power is not in ourselves, but being in his perfect will. I mean, that's what wars are about because we keep saying, in fact, even that, The culture that we're in now is talking about they're going to create utopia. Well, I don't know about you, but we've been, uh, the Hebrew calendar shows, we've been here for almost 6,000 years, and I'm still waiting for utopia because it is not (laughs) here
0: yet. Oh, oh God. Well, JC, you said in 1 John 1, 8 through 10, if we say that we have no sin, Mm. we deceive ourselves. Yes. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. We've seen too many of that going on right yes. now on our the people that we're following the false images of stars, the effort we make overcoming our sins, my sin, is not just moving away from it, but striving towards God, which means our life must be crucified with Christ. 1 Corinthians 9.24 states, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. Mm -hmm. So run, that ye may obtain, and every man that strive for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainty, so fight I not as one that beateth the air or pout on my chest, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself shall be cast away.
1: Pastor, it's just so much going on that as I get closer to that age when I know that I'm going to be finite. Mm. I am just so concerned that we're missing the very thing that we need to be spending time and that's being with God. It means our old self is baptized, which makes us buried with Christ. Isn't there a song that says he went, he came down from heaven, went into the grave. I forget how that goes. And then he rises again to return to heaven, but we need to be part of that symbolism, that resurrection to a new life coming from a watery grave. So, the feast of unleavened bread is this process of living God's way and putting sin out of our lives. And it's interesting, I was doing some research and they were saying that back during those days of Old Testament and even during Christ's time, they actually had to make the bread and it would the leaven would be put in, which today we know is yeast, but they used a variety of things. But they actually had to pinch off some of that and put it aside so that they could continue to make the bread because that was a lot of work yeah. doing that. Yeah. So when we look at taking eating unleavened bread, we know that leaven will blow up the whole batch, and so we have to look at our own selves as seeing that we can be blown up too for the wrong things. A core issue of the Bible is whether we submit to God's governance or try to form a government based on our own perception of what is good or what works. Just like today people are talking about they're going to create their own utopia and like I said I'm still waiting. God's way results in eternal life, but it comes with the obligation to submit ourselves. And a lot of times we don't want to submit. You're right. It requires keeping all of his commandments and overcoming our human weaknesses that do not rise to that standard. Satan, conversely, he's there yep. seeking who he can buy or seeks to persuade us to do our own thing and to usurp God's prerogative in defend, defining right living. Because we know what's right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He encouraged us to be enlightened. To have our eyes open, isn't that what he did with Eve? Oh, God didn't oh, know what he was talking about. Boy, he, uh, he knew he knows that if you eat this, you're going to be know both uh, good and evil. But God said, if you eat of that, do that particular thing, you surely will die. Mm. And what has happened to us for five thousand seven hundred eighty-one years? <laughs>
0: We're dying on the vine. Yes, on the vine. But let, me, let me real quick on Go ahead. The, the Ten Commandments. Let's, let's, let me just go real quick. The first one: you, sh, you, you mm-hmm. shall have no other gods before me." That just wipes out California.
1: Yes, it does.
0: That yes, just does. wipes out California and other
1: and everybody else who wants to oh, do this God. paganism or even saying Satan is the God.
0: Right. This young man uh, we just talked about forgot his name already, uh, but. Little Nas, Nas, who's selling sneakers with blood drops of human blood in there, he's having sex relationships with the devil. Oh, it should be—it's like pornography. Number two, you shall not make idols. You're you're making these people idols. Carly B. Uh, little Nas. uh, That boy got a diamond in the middle of his forehead. It's like, uh, oh, y'all making him your your idols. Number three, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Mm Y'all do it all. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. That's number four. Honor your father and your mothers. So your days shall be longer. Oh God, you shall not murder. Number seven, you shall not commit adultery. Oh, boy. A lot of beds on fire right now. You shall not steal. Golly. That's one thing about the Muslims used to do, or they might still do it now. You still, they cut your hand off. You shall not bear false witnesses against your neighbor. Mm -hmm. I've been lied on, cheated. Cheated. Oh, God. talked about.
1: Mistreated,
0: and you shall not covenant. You're always looking at the grass is greener on the other side. You're covenanting somebody else's possessions instead of the blessing that God gave you. You don't know what people go through to get what they have. Oh God, we beg you, dear Lord, do not leave us nor forsake us. Yes, we're going to take a commercial break.
1: We will, and we'll come back to further enlighten ourselves about the Feast of the Unleavened Bread. We need you, Lord. Yep. see back.
0: So excuse me if I can't contain
1: Who? It's me, Elder JC, asking your support for Livingstone's parenting engagement services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support donate online at welivingstones.org or call us at 850 219 0091. Remember, your donation is tax deductible.
0: Greetings, I am Pastor Gary Montgomery, and this is my lovely wife, Elder J.C., of Living Stones International. We are parents, we are children of parents, and we have
1: children who are parents. Well, Pastor, you always say that we have an operating manual, our Bible, but sometimes you still need a guide on how to be good parents, better parents, and the best parents ever. Welcome to Parody Snippets, where Pastor and I will share through social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, tips on how
0: to do just that. Praise God. So continue to follow us on social media to find out the tip of the week and how to become good parents. welcome
1: back welcome back i tell you i i have just i believe the holy spirit is here because we are engaging in a topic that is so necessary remember you may follow up with us because we're looking to hear from our audience to let us know are we on track do you enjoy what you're hearing are we adding value to your life to know what that we're doing? We're helping you. But thus
0: says the Lord.
3: Yes,
1: because it's important. This program is to help you with biblical scriptures as it pertains to our living today and ensure you understand what is at stake, your eternal redemption. It's so funny because Revelations 20, there's a verse that talks about when everybody is going to be separated and there'll be Satan will come out for another thousand years after Christ is reigning. And then he will be thrown into the pit forever with everybody else that has not followed the law for eternity, Mm. forever and ever and ever. We need to be a new lump. That unleavened taken out. 1 Corinthians 5.8 says, Therefore, let us keep the feast. I mean, we've read that now two or three times in different verses about keeping the feast. Not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. So as you see, this is not the Old Testament. This is the New Testament commandment that Yeshua left for us to continue as he left it with the Gentile church. Judaism was not present at that point. And remember, what did he say? He would send another, the Holy Spirit, to guide us in all of our actions. So Passover deals with our past sins, and the festival of unleavened bread is our follow-through with God. Ephesians 4.13 says, till we all come in the unity of the faith. Till we all come in the unity of the faith. Just me. (laughs) And all of us, and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So we will never know the stature of Christ unless we're following his commandments, unless we're keeping the feasts and festivals because we need to be doing it in unity of the faith.
0: That is so important. Yes, indeed. You know, just as the day of Christ who observed the feast of unleavened bread, we should also keep the feast. We shall remove the leaven as they did during his times. For seven days we shall not eat any leaven. This symbolizes the sin in our life, and its removal means we remove our sins.
1: Hallelujah.
0: This is a spring cleaning. Mm. So no sin is lurking in any of the crevices of our lives. That means you got to get out some soap and some rags and some bleach and everything. You got to start scrubbing. This is our opportunity to ask the Almighty to show us what sin is in our own life and ask for his assistance to remove it Mm. from our minds, from our hearts and our bodies this helps us focus on getting sin out of our lives because we are exposed so much to, through the media, right. through television, through the Grammys. All this stuff was on the Grammys. Yes. This Carly B, this little. These are all, oh God. That's why I don't watch it. Oh God. It is our
1: life's lesson to observe God's commandment, keep his festivals or feasts to help ourselves in overcoming ourselves, (laughs) because, you know, we're always (laughs) the biggest obstacle to to sin, the world, and Satan. Not only is the Passover a festival, it also functions as the preparation day for a holy day, the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Few people realize that Yeshua, Jesus Christ, the anointed one, fulfilled an Old Testament festival upon being resurrected. Did you know that? Mm. This festival in which a priest waved a sheaf of the first fruits of Israel's harvest, usually probably wheat or rye, before the Lord was held each year on the day after the weekly Sabbath during the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And you can read that. Again, Pastor says, get your Bibles, Leviticus 23, 10 through 11. Thus, a priest would have conducted this wave sheaf ceremony on the day after Christ's resurrection. These instructions in the Old Testament was given to Moses from God. Himself. Yes, the reaping and waving of the sheaf symbolized Israel giving the first and best of the harvest to God and its subsequent acceptance by him. It is exactly the symbolism that Jesus fulfilled as the weekly Sabbath was ending exactly 72 hours from his burial, Mm -hmm. not Friday through Sunday. God (laughs) resurrected him (laughs) from
0: the dead. two days. Yes,
1: Mm -hmm. God reaped. The first and best of his spiritual harvest. And you can read that in 1 Corinthians 15, 23. And I love it. Uh, when my mother uh died and we buried her, one of uh my her good friend and my godmother got a bundle of wheat as the flour that was put over her casket. And I still have I I can't believe I still holding on to it. I still have a, a section of it. But when you see the wheat and look at it, it's just amazing that out of that comes flour that we can make
0: bread. And we take so much for For granted. granted, Let's go to the supermarket. Yes. Oh, God. But Passover pictures the first major step in the most High's plan of salvation. It is our justification through the forgiveness of sin by faith, Through Jesus to Christ's sacrifice, the Days of Unleavened Bread explains and memorizes the second major step in salvation, sanctification. When the Most High God sanctifies us, Mm. he separates us for holy use. After cleansing us at Passover, he sets us apart and considers us to be holy. But the problem is, Though that our human nature remains intact and resists holiness, Mm. we also find it very easy to return to old sinful habits and erroneous ways of thinking. The most high God commands us to keep the days of unleavened bread yearly to remind us to continue to fight free of the bondage to Satan's world and our own carnal nature so that we can truly escape slavery of sin. Mm. We also find it very easy to return to old sinful habits and crazy ways of thinking. The most high God commands us to keep the days of unleavened bread so we can truly escape our carnal nature. Praise God.
1: Well, we're going to come back for our closing right back. You are here, moving in
0: the midst. I worship you.
3: I worship you. You are here working in this place. I worship
0: you. I worship you. Hey, Dads. Pastor Gary here from Living Stones with a fatherhood tip just for you. Daz make a valuable contribution to the well-being of their children, such as promoting healthy, physical, emotional, social, and spiritual development. So, dads, start today to be the best father you can be. Also, check out our website, WeLivingStones.org. Hi, I'm Cheryl Bolt.
3: I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife JC at Living Stones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. Welcome
1: back for the closing of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. We'd love to hear from you. So please give us a call at 850-219-0091 and let us know how we're doing if we're actually meeting some of the needs that you may have out there in Radioland. Or email us at info, I-N-F-O, at welivingstones, with an S, dot org. Info at weedlivingstones.org or visit our website at weedlivingstones.org. That's easy. Yes, it is. Our goal is to get all of us on the same page of being in tune with our Almighty God. God intends the keeping of the days of unleavened bread along with the eating of unleavened bread for seven days to remind us of what? What he has done to bring us out of sin. He made the Israelites go through the literal steps, and we learned a spiritual lesson from them. They went through the steps physically, and we go through the steps spiritually. Mm. We will see as we go along how much they actually did in coming out of Egypt. And by comparison, we will see how much we do when we come out of our own spiritual, spiritual bondage of Egypt. We do very little it is God who frees us, and unleavened breads serves as a reminder of that. Easy to do, only for seven days.
0: Yeah, it might be. <laughs> I can do it. The holy days or festivals or feasts, they're a master plan of God himself, and for, it's an outline for humanity, just like the Bible is an operating manual. As we noted that Passover is our acceptance of Christ's broken body and shedding of his blood for our forgiveness and reconciliation with God. Unleavened bread is our need to come out of our sins and to grow in grace and in knowledge of God's desire for us. He really loves us. Yes, he does. (laughs) He wants us. We receive to promise that Christ left us the promise of the Holy Spirit where the New Testament Christians have faith in God. And Hebrews four, one through two states, let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest. yes, Any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preach did not profit them Not being mixed with faith in them that heard it.
1: You know, we have the nature of God within us, and it's our responsibility to grow in his character and to grow spiritually. And one of the things that we don't want to do is we don't want to end up like those scribes in Luke twenty forty six That says, beware of the scribes which desire to walk in long robes and love greetings in the markets and the highest seats in the synagogues and the chief rooms at feasts. Which devour widows' houses, hmm, (laughs) and for a show make long prayers, the same shall receive greater damnation. Because why? They didn't remove the leaven, even though they're supposed to be following Uh the rules. They're all puffed up, and they're wanting to make that known of who they are you know it's not what jesus uh, mm-hmm. said they walk around with their faces all scrunched up to show like they're a real Act, warning and yeah, actors, yes so. they were they were because and we don't want to be like that second peter 1 4 says whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust, again, <laughs> we want to be in that number the one Pastor. of one hundred
0: forty-four thousand.
1: Yeah, is there anything else you want to add to that, Pastor? Uh, we're near
0: the end of the show. I got, I can add on, add on, add on. <laughs> but you know, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and uh, close out. Yeah, and I but, just say I just thank God for uh, choosing us um, and loving us so much. And forgiving us for our sins, that we can work towards being in, in that, that number. Thank you.
1: And we trust to hear from you soon. And let us know how we're doing.
0: Amen. Till next week, we're out. Praise God. Come on, lift your hands,
1: lift your voice, and sing.